Welcome to The Domain, a newer, freeform, podcast-style show that we are going to be doing from now on at least once a week, uh, getting back to our roots a little bit. So a little bit of background if you're joining us for the first time. Number one, we have a YouTube channel called Dynasty Domain, and we also have another one called Fantasy Domain. Um, But when we started, we started as a podcast. And back in the day, we'd sit down around this table in Nathan's basement. Well, not this table. Well, not this table, table, but a table. That table. (laughs) That table over there, which you cannot see. Um, But we'd sit around the table and we'd podcast, and it'd be 45 minutes to an hour. It was a lot of fun because... um, An hour. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we go like an hour and 20 minutes. I know, yeah. It was a lot of fun because, you know, we got... It was a little bit more laid back. I didn't have to be so structured with how I talk on YouTube. It gives me a freaking nausea headache sometimes i have to talk (laughs) and be behind the lights but anyways now we're kind of returning to our roots and we are going to do uh just a little bit more of a laid back talk about dynasty talk about fantasy talk about football talk about other random stuff that comes up really um so i'm avery huffman i'm one of your hosts i'm here with nathan schmidt who is my co-host here and we're here with our producer sam who is on mic sam say hello what up Yep. So Sam's first time on DD as a content creator. So make sure you welcome him. He's going to be making sure all of our audio video runs smoothly as well. And also probably adding some unnecessarily out of pocket comments if I had to guess. (laughs) That's kind of how Sam is. So, all right. Um, This week, starting off, you got the bag. We gave you some background on kind of why we're doing this. Again, going to talk a lot of things on here. I wrote down some things that maybe we could talk about today. Um, we are doing a dynasty startup draft right now and you are in the dynasty startup draft, Nathan. And actually this is your first dynasty startup draft. What has, I'm curious what your first impressions of doing a startup draft with people as like these diehards are in dynasty. So Sam has played fantasy football, but not dynasty before. Right. First one. Oh yeah. Uh, 25 rounds is I don't know how anything matters. At what point did you stop knowing the players? Uh, eh, Around now. (laughs) So what round are we in? I don't even remember. Uh, It's like 10th or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Midway through the 10th. Yeah. Yeah. So your draft has not been bad for your first time. That's the thing. I mean, to be fair, you've asked this advice, but honestly, for your first go, I mean... No, it's not. You've got. It's good, not been bad at all. You've gotten good value, and we just we text each other during these drafts too, and just and I don't know what what you guys do, but like we would just we'll just we'll just text each other and ask for advice. Like I do that with anything, but read his team. Yeah. I'm yeah. I was gonna so say this, again, for, first, for reference. First, let but, me read my team. Yeah, you read this, but yeah. for, for reference, dang, my freaking headphone fell. <laughs> uh, he's. I mean, he does sit down here and listen to us while we record, so he like has contextual knowledge around about dynasty from being around. Well, it. I I hear them talk. Um, <laughs> do you listen though? <laughs> Probably not. I, I mean, you it sounds like I'm, he at least listens to us for half. He listens when half I make, the time because he knows these players. He like, listens he, when he I does, make fun so. of Nathan. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you seem to have a good idea what I you're doing. But read your team. I want everybody to hear what your first your first dynasty All team right, was like. So I was in the eleventh spot. Um, so at the one eleven, I took Bijan. Solid. Um, two two, I took Ar. Um, at the 3-2, I took Bryce Young. Uh, 4-11 was Travis Etienne. Um, Devontae Adams at the 5-2. Uh, Javonta Williams at the 6-11. Uh, Brandon Ayuk at the 7-2. Will Levis at the 8-11. Yes, please. And 
Mike Williams at the nine two. That's who I've got. That's a very competent team for somebody who has never played Dynasty before. Yeah. Now, granted, I mean you are best friends with two Dynasty experts. (laughs) Surely that's what you're crediting your success towards, right? (laughs) I mean, nothing's happened yet. This is this is just projection so far. All right, I'll get it. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You do seem to have an affinity for rookies, though, based on that team. Yeah, it's just how how the cookie crumbled. I mean, speaking of cookies, did you bring any cookies? Are we having cookies tomorrow? I know. Uh, Tomorrow's Euchre night at Sam's house, so cookies tomorrow. What did you make for dessert? Because I know you were making dessert: strawberry cheesecake (laughs) trifle. Are you cereal? Oh yeah. Oh, thank you. That'll be really good. I'm not going to be... I mean, I'm not going to be thinking about that until I have it. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it when I was making it. I, yeah. I mean, it I wasn't... How you don't, I don't know how you don't eat that. So for context, Sam's mom makes really good desserts. Shout out. Like, really good. Shout out, Joyce. <laughs> Anyways, startup draft. Uh, your team. Read your team in that. I, I'm... Yeah. I, I'm proud of our teams in yep. this league. Yeah, so I, um, I started out with Jalen Hurts. In the first round, um, at the 102, I got in the tail end of the second, Jonathan Taylor. And then I took Eckler, Pittman, Godwin, traded up to unfortunately draft DJ Moore. Uh, but the value was there, so I traded up and got him. Um, and then I got Mark Andrews, George Pickens, Kendry Miller, and Brock Purdy. Yeah. So far, first 10 rounds. So for me, I, I traded out of the first. This is the second straight draft I've done this. I traded out of the first. Um, so I had the 1-6. <laughs> I got uh, I got a second, a third, and a fourth. Uh, I gave up my first and eight and the tenth. So here's how my team ended up. So in the second round, I took um, I had two back to back back to back picks in the second, third, and fourth round. So in the second round, I took Amon Ra and Jalen Waddle. The third round, I took Tyree Kill and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And in the fourth round, I took Cooper Cup and Josh Jacobs. So uh, pretty solid stars. And then I took um, Christian Watson. After that, Geno Smith and Jordan Love in the sixth and seventh rounds. My quarterback. Uh, Alexander Madison as my running back. So my receiver room, if you, in case you didn't hear that, humble brag, I guess. Amon Ra. Humble brag. Humble brag. Oh. Amon yeah, Ra. Who, who don't you have? Jalen, I know. It's redonkulous. Yeah, so Amon Ra, oh, Jalen Waddle, Tyree yeah. Kill, JSN, right. Cooper Cup, and Christian Jeez. Watson. No J. Jeff or Jamar. But yeah, yeah. So like besides, yeah, besides. But, so the thing is in this draft, I mean, the people like – Running backs, quarterbacks, and tight ends were flying off the board, and the receive it was receiver value that's falling. How often do you even see that? Not often. Uh, I mean, honestly, you gave up. I mean, obviously, the biggest thing you give up when you go hard running back or hard wide receiver, preferably hard wide receiver for us, is you give up quarterbacks. You give up solid, consistent, insulated value at the quarterback position. But I think your QB one is what Geno. Yeah, it's Geno and Jordan Love. Geno, and then you got Jordan Love. Yeah, and honestly with as poorly valued as quarterbacks are right now in super flex leagues and dynasty, um, specifically the ones under long-term contracts that are either injured or had a bad end to last season. Like you can have all the wide receivers in the world and trade one or two of them and get an elite producing quarterback for relatively cheap right now. So that almost kind of seems like the way to go. Usually I'm not super pro skill positions in the first and second round, unless you're Mm -hmm. landing Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. But honestly, if you're walking out of there with two elite producing wide receivers that have insulated value and no quarterback, you can just, I mean, you can pay for Kyler at a discount right now. Yeah, that's true. That's what I might do. Honestly, I think you should. I don't know. And more, I mean, I'm drafting for value too. I mean, it's, it's what yeah. June. So yeah. you never draft for need. You didn't mention Bijan as 
one of the no, no, no. I actually think when you're at the, I was gonna say that. I think when you're at the other end of the turn, like with when you're getting Bijan and like C D Lamb, I think that's fine for position like yeah. skilled players too. Yeah, no, B, yeah, Bijan. I, I would include Bijan in there. I mean, and it's to be he, honest, he's it, going so significantly f- far ahead of any other running back in dynasty right now that he's gonna maintain his value at least. I mean, so. to be honest with you, like it's been a while since I've walked out of a, a superflex startup with two QBs right away. I haven't. I mean, I haven't been doing it as much as I used to. Yeah, I know. In fact, the last two drafts I haven't drafted. I mean, we QB used to until we used to preach round. like we used to preach. That was I, one I know, of the first was, things that we talked our, like, about. Trademark things when we yeah. started our oh, podcast. I'm on the clock. Walk oh, out with see who you got. Walk out with two quarterbacks, and then you've got who's it set. In, who's so in my made, queue? Made it all the way to you. I've got Laporta, oh. Rice, and Downs in my queue right now. I would take Downs first. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, James Conner isn't a bad value here either. No, let James Conner come to me. But you may be able to get him after the turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not taking James Conner. Oh, he did take Aaron Jones there at the turn. Not a lot of people are. There's some people that aren't super high on Josh Downs. Not though, that I so. should be drafting for need, but I feel like my wide receivers are the weak link so far. Yeah, do, do Josh Downson. Oh, I like Roshan coming back to me, Nathan. Pray that James Conner comes back to you. I'm no, praying question. Sam. I'm, playing, I'm praying James Cook comes back to me, honestly. Who should I grab Cook, yeah. after the turn? I guess we can talk well, let's, about that. Yeah, let's see minutes. who he takes first. So take take downs first in the 10th. That's not bad. The guy's online too, so we'll have it while we're while we're potting. If uh, Stafford and Garoppolo get back to me, should I go with one of them? Uh, in the 11th? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. Yeah. I think uh, Stafford. I would, I would Stafford go Stafford for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, Garoppolo. Is Jimmy Garoppolo even going to play this year? Yes. How do you not pass a physical as an NFL player? That's like... Well, you don't pass it when you're still rehabbing an injury. He was still rehabbing rehabbing his injury. Wait, so if they know he's rehabbing an injury, then why does it even matter? Tell me about it. That's stupid. Y- tell me about it. Do you stupid. know all of the... I, it has been crap. Like, a total load of crap. What the media has been putting out about Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, they, they he did not pass his physical, and they signed him anyways. Yeah, because it's gonna, because it's irrelevant. So it's not going to matter. Of so, course, so he couldn't pass he, his physical. He couldn't walk. Like, <laughs> okay, so is he a buy low in dynasty if you're getting him dirt cheap? Yeah, he doesn't cost very much. Because he's going to. So you you're convinced he's going to start next year? Of course he is. That's how they paid him. Do you I'm, know what they I'm paid? Just him? wondering. I mean, they're, it's, I'm just reading the media and what they're saying. Yeah, like, well, the, the media is full of it. Seventy nine percent of the time. Sixty nine percent of the time. <laughs> nice. You were so close there. It was it was such a. Missed opportunity. I should have just said okay. like 82 So of the time. you had an experience already. It's <laughs> so on the sleeper app, if, and if you're not familiar with it, the clown emoji is um, <laughs> it, it's like saying uh, the worst cuss word you could ever say. It, it's like, it's like, so one time I had a league that we were, <laughs> do you remember this when we did that auction league with what was that? That bozo that you worked with what, that hated me. What was his name? So we didn't even make it through. No, we didn't make it through the auction draft. No. What was that guy's name? Joe. That, someone that I worked with that didn't like you? Yeah, remember? He's the guy that freaked out. Simon would remember. No, it wasn't a guy that I worked with. He was a, Yeah, it was a guy that was a valet, I think. Dude. Oh, yep. a valet. Oh, who was yes. it? Who was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I on. thought you were talking about, I thought you were talking about the other place I worked. I was like, my no, pie. Bring so. it on. John. Yeah. There you go. That's not his name, is it? But is it really his name? What was his last? I knew his last name. I won't say his last name. But man, I clowned that dude for not having any common sense in that chat, and it blew. I mean, like it destroyed the league. That we didn't finish the draft. It got shut down. I know. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, the clown, a- <laughs> the clown emoji on sleeper will like. 
pair families of art. <laughs> the clown emoji. What was the other time the clown emoji like destroyed a league? It's actually funny how how serious people take that. Like the clown emoji. Yeah. No, it, it it's done that multiple times. Yeah. I mean, back when we had like the OG dynasty, like OG dynasty domain leagues, that would cause some trouble. That clown emoji. I mean, it, you're oh, yeah. like, it's like that's oh, worse yeah. than like insulting your mom. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I know, I know. <laughs> dude. Okay, so you use the clown emoji on somebody, not knowing that it was like a cardinal sin, and what happened? <laughs> I mean, what all did happen? I, I don't know. I got a DM from the guy asking. <laughs> did I, I miss this. I never heard of this. The guy DM'd This is him. in the league that we're doing a startup right now. Yeah. Yeah. You are kidding me. I yeah. told you. Do you, no. you want to see it? Yes. Yeah, read it. it yeah. I will, this the clown emoji on Sleeper, it will tear apart families. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. I have ruined people's life with that thing. Yeah, so lesson learned. Don't use clown emojis and don't try auction. You're going to cause like serious mental health issues. <laughs> well, Simon would say we already have mental health issues, but. So you know. he he just said, why you clown my post, question mark. <laughs> I didn't reply. That's actually I had, funny. Well, and then he, but he <laughs> said in the chat, he's like, I don't know why that dude clowned my post. I was just asking. <laughs> it's like, he's just trolling. And I had to text Sam and I was like, just so you know. The clown, the clown emoji, emoji is, is like not a good idea. Not a good thing. We yeah. learned that the hard way. It's like the biggest insult to any. Yeah. He he player. said later he, on, like not should, not that big of a deal or something. After you said yeah. like it destroyed a league. Well, I and, downplayed it for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what we should do we, for some of our segments. We should do like this gets three clown emojis or something like that for like <laughs> like the certain headlines that we break down. <laughs> it's like Tony Pollard is the RB seven. This ten is clown, five clown emojis. emojis. Well, that could also. <laughs> We could ascribe you know, you, that to <laughs> sleeper headlines. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you yes. can do that too. Oh my gosh. I have the, the best idea. I have the best idea. So, you know, remember Jeff Saturday's pancake Jeff segment? Saturday. Je- yeah. Jeff Saturday's pancake segment on Get Up, where he would show clips of like offensive linemen absolutely sandwiching someone like from the week of NFL and college football. And he would give them like a certain number of pancakes depending on how good of a block it was. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly what we'd be doing. Just clown yeah. version for that something stupid. That would be stupid. really funny. Put, like, that, no, put that's, like the graphic yeah, on the screen. Of that's the like stupid emojis. sleeper alert of the week resurgence. It's probably but actually yeah, so it's back probably on the, trademarked. No way. Back in the original. No, we're, we're creative. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Back on the we original. started Dynasty Domain. Yeah. Which is a super original name. <laughs> Back on the original. Which I came up with, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Out of my awesome brain. Yeah. Well, Nathan, you come up with everything. And Nathan's never had an idea that, <laughs> there's never been an idea, never that, an idea that didn't, didn't originate. No, like it's, no. uh, back in the original podcast, we did uh, a segment called, and we were all about segments back then, which we don't, we don't do a lot anymore because we haven't potted, but maybe because we start doing it's not segments. Algorithm it's because each video is a segment. Yeah. That's essentially Correct. what it is. Yeah. Uh, a segment called <clears throat> stupid sleeper alert of the week, which I came up with. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I seriously, like, I can't get anything out of my I mouth did. and Nathan taking credit for it. <laughs> I mean, are, did, were you the reason Continue. I got married to my wife, too? Because No, no, no I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know you super well. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> so, stupid sleeper, stupid sleeper alert of the sleeper week. Sleeper. We, well, especially, yeah, I know. I, especially during the off-season, man, the, the, the alerts that they send out oh my gosh. are abysmal. I want to pull up a tweet real quick. Talk about it. Yeah, Talk about so, so some of them, I'm just trying to kind of look back at one of my favorite ones of all time 
was the one where they were the eye opening (laughs) one. So they basically said just this. The the best part is always the quotes. So they have someone, they, they have some sleeper employee who just takes quotes out of context from different coaches and different players around the league. And during training camp, it just ramps up like no, no one's business. And James Cook was of course getting the ball in training oh, yeah. camp. Like everyone, like every does. rookie ever. And, and James Cook reportedly was opening eyes during training camp. And I was like, as opposed to closing them, the coach is wanting to close their eyes. When so, like everyone close your eyes when this guy carries the ball during training camp. Like, what? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Like, obviously, we're kind of being sarcastic. I know what it means. I'm not dumb. But it's just... But what does it matter? What does it matter at all? It, the, the first team reps, I mean, at that point, we got so tired of the first team reps, they weren't even stupid anymore because everything got so stupid that we had to find the most stupid ones. Well, listen, do you, do you get the sleeper alerts on your phone? Because I know you've had the app for a while. Or did you turn them off? I... I disabled yeah, I notifications that weren't related to well, so you're draft missing. So, and league. Since, so Ryan Bread, Ryan Bread is is one of our uh, staff guys here at DD. Uh, he's on Twitter at FFRyeBread if you are curious. He's a great follow. He said since yesterday, in this tweet, he tweeted it yesterday or today, uh, Antonio Gibson, quotes, could be a matchup nightmare. Taysom Hill, quote, worked out everywhere. Cam Akers, quote, going to be a central figure in the offense. Paris Campbell, quote, will be a featured piece in the offense. And he said, I love the minicamp news cycle. It's not even a news cycle. It's the guy at Sleeper. I swear, the guy at Sleeper that does these alerts, he sits in an office and he has a he has his own fantasy teams and he's like, who's who do I need to sell today? Paris Campbell? I got stuck with a Paris Campbell share. Watch this. And he it's almost like inside trading, in my opinion. Like, I swear that's what's happening here. Because why in the heck else? Like nobody's interested in that. Nobody cares about Cam Akers. I'm literally going back like ten months to try and find some of the dumbest ones from because you'll you'll die. I feel when, like you have to go back when that you far. see. Uh, well, because they're all during training camp, like the worst ones. It is 69 degrees outside. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, um, dang it, 67. I lied. Jimmy Garoppolo's contract, by oh. the way. Break Plus that. Two. Break it. Break it down for me and tell me what that says about him. What is his contract? Well, I'm. It's right there. I Pull can't it read it you. from there. Are you blind? Three well, years. It's tiny. <laughs> just tur- just tur- turn it towards me. Three three years, seventy two million dollars. Thirty three guaranteed. They paid him three years, seventy two. Yeah. With an out after the after the two years. After though. two years. Well, yeah, but. Oh. All right. It was a good deal you, for them. Then you heard it here first. We're not worried about Jimmy Garoppolo and Dynasty. In fact, he's probably you. You can probably get him for dirt cheap. I think there's a lot of people that think he's not going to be the quarterback there. And if they if they're paying him seventy two million dollars over three years, he's absolutely going to be. That's kind of crazy, actually, based on what I've heard. Crazy. Huh. Uh, moral of the story: Don't use. That's funny. So my wife is on a bachelorette party trip, and she, I got a charge to my phone. And it's called Da Vinci's Pizza, but I read it as Da Vinci's Pizza, like the, <laughs> the two idiots on TikTok that Da Vinci? You know what I'm talking about? The, oh, the my Swedish gosh. <laughs> da Vinci's Pizza. Um, moral of the story, don't use the clown emoji because you'll, you could tear a family apart and you don't even know it, which is nice. No, I mean, it's not. It's not nice, if anything. No, you're right. Right. It's really insensitive, Nathan. Yeah, I know. What other good thing <laughs> <laughs> What other good things did we do on the podcast? Yeah. Cuz we stopped it once the season started when we went like full into the player shorts that failed. 
Um, because we, we what else? focus solely we did on trade YouTube. scenario of the week. We need to have people start submitting trade, trade scenario scenarios of the and week. breaking them down on here. Yeah, you're right. Um, I wanted to talk about J.K. Dobbins. So, do you not think it's the funny? So, are you familiar at all with like the J.K. Dobbins situation? So he's essentially been hurt for like more than more games than he's played over this first three years of his of his rookie deal. He he tore his ACL at the beginning of training camp. Uh, two years ago, and then last year came back and was basically like half strength. He finally like hit a groove like in the middle of the season, but now like he's not. He's going into the last year of his rookie deal, and he's essentially not practicing because he wants an extension. Which Dobbins, I will, I I don't understand. I don't I, understand. I, like, why would they do that? Why so would the, why would the team do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they shouldn't. And I feel won't. like that's like it doesn't make any sense. Thing. Like no. I love Dobbins, but what are you even? Dobbins doing? is like, oh hey, I'm so glad they didn't draft anyone to replace me. Now come pay me money, please, before my rookie deal is even up. After now, I've proven nothing since I've been injured. So here's here's what I don't get. I I think it's really. I think there are good motives behind what a lot of the running backs are doing, like the lead running backs that have not signed their franchise tags yet. Um, it's specifically Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, and I don't think Tony Pollard has signed his either. Has he? Or has his he signed tag? his? I'm, I I'm don't not, know. I'm not sure. I know. I ja- almost like just go off yeah. the radar when people get tagged. Yeah. Like. So I know Jacobs and Saquon have not signed their tag, and Saquon Barkley was asked about it on a, in a media session, and he basically said, um. He, he he said, I know that I don't have really any leverage. Which one I thought was, very, I mean, obviously good of him to be aware because I, I think one of the hardest lessons that, or one of the lessons that had to be learned the hard way for someone was Le'Veon Bell who tried to do a full year holdout and completely waste like, a season of getting paid money. Like he, he lost out on $17 million he was butt when he got tagged that. and he was butt cheeks. I mean, granted, he got a huge deal by the Jets and it you crashed and burned. But after that, like Le'Veon Bell. After no. that, pretty sure. Did he have CTE, Le'Veon Bell? Uh, not that I know of. No. Man, I, I've always fe- maybe I just no. maybe he was just an idiot. No, I guess Jamie, I pull that up. No. But <laughs> anyways, after basically after that, they were Saquon. It, well, a lot of running backs know that like you don't hold out when you get tagged because <laughs> you're hurting yourself more than helping yourself. Just take the money at that point. Well, so really, there's only so long the holdout can last, and Saquon knows that. But what he said specifically, which I thought was interesting, is I understand that the running back market for running backs is lower. And one of the big things that's been circulating around the media is that if you look past or look over the last, I think, eight years, um, none of them have had like elite running backs or high producing running backs. They've been like Isaiah Pacheco, New England running backs, uh, whoever is playing for the Eagles in 2016, like like Garrett Blunt. And the the last running back one was Marshawn Lynch that like had over a thousand yards and and Saquon to his credit, said, well, yeah, the last few Super Bowls have also had Patrick Mahomes, and we don't have that. <laughs> True. And he wasn't. He, he said he was like, I'm not trying to take a shot at Daniel Jones at all. Like, he's a great team leader. We really like him. But to be fair, like, I'm a focal point of this offense for a reason. And, I mean, almost from a personal standpoint, like, this is important to me and this is important to the team. When you pay Daniel Jones $40 million, why are you not paying me, who is really the primary playmaker in that offense, why are you not paying me my dues? 
and, and tagging me, you know? So again, he like, I don't know if they're going to get a deal done. I honestly doubt they'll get a deal done because with Dobbins, you mean? With, no, with Saquon oh. Dobbins, Dobbins is not getting paid. He's not. He will not like th- that. I think the Ravens. I would won't be understand stupid that. to do that. But I'm just That's talking. That's why I question yeah, Dobbins. I'm just value talking about privacy. the. I'm just talking about the running back market as a whole. I think it's interesting because Jacobs. Then I mean, kind of around the same time has been like, hey, you know, we're we're not only doing this for us, we're doing this for the players at the position in the future. We want their livelihood to be better or whatever. And like I get that, but some of it is like, okay, you're if if these players are getting paid this at the running back position, we can't pay Saquon and Josh Jacobs $10 million more a, a year from like what's, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just think it's an interesting concept and an interesting thing that they're having to navigate and tough for the running backs too, because rookie contracts aren't running back friendly because their shelf lives are, or, or their lives are just shorter I mean, in the NFL. Yeah. So honestly, I was like thinking like, I mean, for running backs, like it, it would only be more, it would be more ideal if like three year rookie deals were a thing for running backs where it was more money guaranteed up front and then they could get a second deal faster because their prime, they're already like halfway through their prime by the time they're done with their rookie deal. And once they, they want to get these long term four year deals, ex, four year extensions, and they're, they're past their prime halfway through. And you saw that with Zeke Elliott. Yeah. So like everyone in the NFL is trying to navigate right navigate that right now and they're like underpaying all these playmaking running backs that are the best in the league. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I mean, Dalvin it, got cut. Dalvin I, it's, cut. Yeah, I know that's what I was gonna say. It was incredible. It's incredible that I said this earlier. It's incredible that Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette and Ezekiel Elliott are getting cut from teams that have uh Rashad White and Tony Pollard and Alexander Madison as their starting running backs. It's incredible that Brian Robinson's a starting running back in the NFL right now and Ezekiel, it's not like I mean, even though Zeke wasn't super great last year, still, they're not, I mean, nobody's paying running backs anything. Nothing. I mean, they're not paying them anything. They don't get no respect. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna look it up. Who's the highest paid running back in the NFL right now? Let's it take is, a guess. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, hold on, I can do this. 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 Who just who signed? Don't look. All right. Do you did you see it? Do you see who it is? Yeah, I see it. Is it somebody that I can guess, you think? Or is it somebody that I'm going to guess? Yeah. Um, uh, it has to be somebody on a second deal. Um, part of me thinks it's Christian McCaffrey. Um, or no, Nick Chubb, maybe. It might be Nick Chubb. Okay, so for reference, so you'll, you'll have to guess who it is, and then you have to guess how much it is. So for reference, we, we all know what the quarterback market is because the quarterback market has – been boosted big time. So it's 50 plus million big time dollar. boosted. It's, it's 50 plus million big dollars football. a year for the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. It's about 50 plus million. Everyone's flirting with 50. Um, the best wide receivers in the NFL. It's about 30, anywhere from 20 to $30 million is what, you know, big deal wide receivers are going to be making from now. All right, on. I've got my guess. Tight ends. Um, uh, who uh, is I don't the care about tight ends? Highest paid tight ends. Joe is, um, Darren Waller is the highest paid tight end in the NFL. That's hilarious. That's insane. He's higher paid than 17 Travis million Kelsey. a year. Yeah, that's funny. Man. He, man, think about that per game, too. I mean, he's playing nine games a season. Yeah. <sighs> so have you guessed the player yet? I'm going to guess Nick Chubb at $13 million a year. Okay. Sam? 
All right, no guess. Uh, CMC at $16 million a year. I was right there. And, and that's a yeah. crossover from what he was getting paid by Carolina a couple years ago. pretty close. So I said like, CMC, and I was close. $60 million. The next guy, second, is Kamara, who's struggling with a suspension, looming suspension at $15 million. Dalvin is third with an annual salary of $12.6 million. And then Derrick Henry at twelve point five. Jeez, man. So that's half of what wide receivers. So I saw paid. a tweet today that said running backs should unionize. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like they should. It's not. I don't know. It's a mess. I don't know, man. I, I mean, it, it makes it makes the running backs in, in dynasty even more volatile. Like, yes, but also, I mean, the the, the way the NFL is going, it's starting to look like again, like we've said, they're kind of. Almost looking like for PPR. Th- who's going to pay for who, receiving threats? So you think that receiving think threats that Eckler that will get paid for sure? Then I think he's going to get paid. I mean, I just it creeps into my mind that he might not because I'm seeing all these old running backs not get contracts. Who are the old running backs that aren't getting contracts? Ezekiel so, Elliott, the ones that Aaron have Fournette, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin those, Cook has plenty of PPR. Dalvin Cook are, has as much those, PPR upside as anybody, in my opinion. No, he doesn't. Yes, Literally, he does. He's as good in the receiving game as any running back. He's a good. He's a good playmaker as any running back. In in the NFL. Absolutely, he's up there, but he's not the best. I mean, I would put him in the top tier for sure. I think, I think most people he has would. much more wear and tear than Austin Eckler does, though. True, but again, I mean, and that's that's about usage. Eckler has the least usage in the NFL. Wants minimal usage. They will take an Austin Eckler whose usage is that of a twenty-five year old. Dead gone. Dalvin Cook <laughs> last year had. Um, Listen to this. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you. His receiving upside has been way underplayed. Do you know what his yards per catch have been? Who? Dalvin Cook. I'm. That's what I just told you. Yeah, no, you said he had some of the best receiving upside in the NFL. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Not compared to Austin Eckler. It's not even close. Austin Eckler last year? Not more than Austin Eckler. Are you kidding me? You're talking about Austin Eckler last year? I'm talking about Dalvin Cook. Are you talking about last year, though? Are you talking, yes. You're talking about Austin? Yeah, Austin Eckler had a historic year last year. Yeah, and the year before that. Yeah, I think anybody who knows like actual football would tell you that Dalvin Cook is just as much of a playmaker as Austin Eckler is. It's just been how uh, they've been used in the false. offense. False. Are you serious? Not in the receiving game. Not even close in the receiving game. Dude, his yards per not catch. Not even close? Dalvin hasn't averaged Dalvin hasn't averaged over nine yards per catch. It's not in a numbers five game. Years. It's a skills game. I mean, Dalvin Cook has been extremely good in the slot and out of the back. Yeah, no, he was great. Yeah. I think he was really good. He's he, just he, as skilled in the receiving game as anybody from a running back standpoint. From a real-life NFL perspective. I'm not talking about fantasy. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at the efficiency numbers here. Again, so. it's not a numbers thing. No, it is. It's an efficiency thing. No, it's not. Because one of them's yeah. playing with Justin Herbert and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, and one of them's not. It's not a numbers thing. Yeah, Dalvin was playing with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. Well, Justin Jefferson, you and have. And Adam then Kirk Thielen. Cousins, and then it's... Yeah, you, you proved my point by saying that. No, Adam Thielen was a stud for the last five years before this past season. A stud? Seriously? Do you want to go look at his numbers? Yeah, if you want to define stud for me. He was good. But, but I mean, Eckler was clearly in the better situation there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and that's my, what that's I'm saying. Point. His wear and tear is way less than Dalvin's, and he's going to last longer than Dalvin. I mean, you do realize Dalvin Cook was going in the first round of Dynasty Startups not too long ago. Yeah. I know. Do you know why? Because he was good in fantasy. Because he was a PPR back. Uh, not like Eckler. <laughs> yes, he was, dude. You have to be older than like four to know that. 
I'll pull it up. I'm I literally already pulled it all up and you're wrong. Every so. seriously, I'm wrong. Yeah, you are. You have no idea what you're talking about. I guess you were too young to remember. He was ridiculous in the receiving game. Austin Eckler, 127 targets, 94 targets, 108 targets. Dalvin has had no more than 60. Again, it's not a usage so thing. So Eckler has thing. doubled it. It's not a usage thing. I'm not arguing that he's put up better numbers. I, I mean, then what are you what are you saying? That Dalvin Cook, from a skill set standpoint, is, is just as good a pe- as a receiving playmaker. You're, you're saying Dalvin Cook is just as talented as yes. Austin Eckler. Yes, especially in his prime, even today. Or are you saying just in his prime? Well, I mean, he's not. No. In, okay. Today. Well, in his prime he three, in his prime three years ago this year, like especially yes. From so a, in his prime three years ago, he was better than Austin Eckler. Or no, he was just as good as Austin Eckler is right now. So that's my point. Is Austin Eckler significantly more valuable than Dalvin Cook is right now? And he's probably going to get paid again. Yeah, but he's already twenty seven. That's my that's my worry. But the NFL doesn't care about age; they care about usage, wear and tear, and how efficient are they still? I don't know. Austin Eckler has not you gone down. You mentioned Derrick Henry like on top five list, and he's twenty nine. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, but and he but he hasn't Derek lost. Henry. Yeah. Yes. Well, Derrick Henry has been. Derrick Henry's a unicorn because his yeah. efficiency doesn't exactly correlate to how much of a game changer he is. Like in the, because he's such a bruiser, like a legitimate bruiser, that he's he's inefficient because they just keep giving him the ball until he wears down the defense. And if you look That's at his true. first half splits versus his second half splits, it's like night and day because he just wears out a defensive line because he's so strong. And since he hasn't really fallen off since, like his yards per carry don't look super impressive, but the damage he does to a defensive line is like invaluable for for those types of offenses and i i don't know how much he'll get paid because i know tennessee will have to let him go at some point just because of the way their franchise is going right now i mean they can't they i i just don't think they're gonna they're not gonna pay him again so they'll have to move on at some point you know they're building a new stadium who i think nashville's building a new stadium yeah they are yeah is it in construction right now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It broke ground. Who's the other team? The The Jags are updating their stadium. I thought they just built a stadium. They want the pools. Yeah, they already have to do renovations. What the heck? Shad yeah. Khan is the worst owner Well, the they're looking at renovate, but I don't understand. I thought they were... Anybody who hires Urban I thought they were considering moving the Jags to London. But, I mean, with all the expansion no, talk, like they're, so. they're going to have expansion teams within the next five years, right? Um, or do yeah. you think it'll be 10? I th- it's when the TV deals are up, I think, and I don't know when those are. Yeah. But, I mean, they're still navigating the streaming they're service like thinking, stuff. Because I think the, the... I can't remember where the top candidate for that was. Maybe they'll give all the streaming deals like five years to kind of figure out how to do everything, and then... I think, they're gonna do, I think teams, eventually I know, they're all going to be but, on like streaming platforms, like all the NFL games. That's what I think. Yeah. The other part about Dalvin Cook, though, was he was used so much in the rushing game compared to Austin Eckler. Like exactly, he, which is why Austin Eckler is he was just such, never he was just never used in the Austin Eckler is a perfect weapon for like a contending team to pay for two or three seasons. Look, after I'm, this year. I personally, yeah. you know how I feel about Austin Eckler. I just I'm I'm it does make me skeptical of the way that they're treating old running backs. I hope you're right, and I hope it's right. about usage. But but I, again, who tell me the old running backs? Ezekiel Elliott. Who's completely washed? But even Josh Jacobs, Saquon, even those guys are struggling to get contact. Like, right, but the Eckler, best, they're not even letting the best guys hit the market right, right now because they're tagging. Right, but Eckler got past that. He actually got paid already. I know, you know? but I'm saying after this. So yeah, but at, what's what's his at contract some point, situation look like? Those guys are going to have to get paid. Camera shut down. Yeah, I know. So we're not oh, posting well. that. Yeah. At some point, Eckler is going to have to get paid. 
Uh, it, or, it, no, I, I'm sorry. I, at some point, the running backs will have to get paid, and that will dictate. I don't know. What you everyone see, else again, gets paid. We, we have terrible running backs that are starting now. Like I know, it's almost embarrassing. So I don't know. Like people are just not playing running backs anymore. You're going to tell me that Saquon and Josh Jacobs are never going to get paid. No, I don't think that they're that. just going to keep getting that. tagged. But in in years past, they would have already been had a, had a big contract. Like I think JT gets paid. Yeah, but I don't know. JT may reset. It's the, hard. JT may be the guy that resets the market. Honestly, I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Don't worry about it, Sam. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. It might as well. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, uh, there's just more ambiguity now because of how the running backs are being treated in that market. It's ambiguous right now. Yeah. But again, right now doesn't mean in a year it's going to be ambiguous. Like, I don't think it's going to get better though. Like, the, 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 the last time clearly shifting towards a certain direction with running backs. The last time the market was reset was the Ezekiel Elliott deal. And then Christian McCaffrey got his outlier deal because he was so ridiculous, right? We need to talk I, about I something mean, else. You know, so. We're rabbit trailing. Uh, this guy, I just saw this tweet. That's what, what this show is for, dude. No, I know. We but, never get to do that. But we have legit been talking about it for 20 minutes. So <laughs> uh, this guy on Player Profiler said, Jaden Reed will outscore Jackson Smith and Jigba in PPR in 2023. Alex Dunlap. Shout out Alex Dunlap. That's the stupidest take I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Clickbait. Fantasy Receipts is the one that brought that up, which that account is also hot garbage. Imagine hiding behind a Twitter account and just trying to roast everybody. Like at least people have the balls to put out original content. Has Twitter been ridiculous recently? Uh, you mean like... What's some Dyn- of the stuff we've been posting that we've got? Oh, Dynasty Twitter is awesome, man. I mean, with Dynasty Twitter, it's either A, people are making horrible takes. So the take that was going around last week was that you should be selling Garrett Wilson, which... I'm getting, and I tweeted about that, and people are like, well, I'll sell anybody for the right price. Like, yeah, well, no crap. Like, thanks, Captain Obvious. I'd sell anybody for the right price, too. That's why it's called a right price. These freaking people with their... Anyways, it's that, and I mean, today was Friday, so it's Follow Friday, so everybody's everybody's shouting out their favorite, you know, content creators, and they should get more love in this space and kissing each other's butts. I mean, I can hardly handle it. Are you just mad because nobody tweeted you? No, but you know why nobody tweets us? Because we don't tweet anybody else. You know why? Because we actually have things to do besides kiss up to everybody. I don't care. I, I could care less what people think about the show, honestly. like You know what we should do? We on, never okay, got in on, this. Hang on. I, I have a, next, I have a next job. Friday, next Friday, let's, uh, <laughs> follow let's Friday. kiss ourselves up. Yes. Or like follow Friday. I mean, I'm a data domain. scientist. I'm not, I'm not a fa- full-time fantasy football analyst. So I don't, I mean, I don't really, I've never really super cared how this goes. I want it to go well, but no, that's not why. Like it legitimately, if you were on there, you would think it was nauseating too. It's awful. So um, is it like LinkedIn? Yes, it is. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. Fantasy, oh, no. fantasy is. Twitter is uh. essentially just dynasty fantasy football LinkedIn, where everybody posts all their accomplishments and gives each other encouragement. And people are whining on there when stuff goes wrong. And I'm like, just, I mean, find something you have. Some of these people have families. I'm like, go spend time with your family. Get off the blue bird, dude. Come on. Rant over. <laughs> I will. I would go on about that for too long. So speaking of Twitter, this uh, poll that you put out, I'm honestly surprised it's even this overwhelming. I thought it would even be closer. I don't want to talk about it, Nathan. So Avery got this deal done, what, a year ago? It, no, this wasn't changed. Some dude just traded up for Sam Laporta it, in the 10th Okay, round. so you said, you, said this, <laughs> you said this deal was in January? Oh, did he give a 24 second? <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh no, he, no. he gave a 12th and a 24th. No, somebody did just trade. 
uh, the 10 10 for 24 seconds. I'm wow. going to do that right now. It's crazy. I, want, I would take uh, James Cook over 20. James Connor. Or him, yeah. I'd take a 24 second over James Cook. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Even for a contender? No, James Connor. I'd take James Connor over a 24 second. Well, James Connor's going to make it back to me. No, he's not, because Sam's going to take him. Seriously? Yeah. So this deal that Avery made in January, he was he was laughing early saying how much he how much he won the trade. And he got Kyler, Goddard, Christian Kirk, and Kamara. And he gave up Hawkinson, Goff, Swift Mixon, and Jamal Williams. And obviously both of us prefer the Kyler side by quite a bit. But I was like, honestly, throw that on Twitter and I can tell you that there's at least a significant, like at least a significant number of people that would prefer the Hawkinson side because Kyler, not in dynasty domain circle, but like a lot of other dynasty circles, Kyler has been falling as far as the sixth round in startups. So really the most valuable asset in that trade is Hawkinson. And some people, I said, I thought some people would actually prefer the Hawkinson side because Goff and Goddard are going pretty close in startups. Uh, people prefer Swift over Kirk and then Mixon and Jamal Williams over Kamara easily. And a lot of people prefer Hawk over Kyler. So like, yeah. And then 33% said they prefer the Hawk side, which is crazy to me. I, I would say it should, it should be a hundred zero. Like I think to Kyler, I think my favorite thing on Twitter is wild. When people get like number one, people get hurt and block people. But when they like threaten to quit, like fantasy content, like if we if we threaten to quit every time somebody like crapped on us, we'd literally have quit like the second we posted our first YouTube. I mean, every single video we do, it's like this channel is a parody of itself, which doesn't even make sense. But we got that comment. You guys, this is this. I can't take this list seriously. This list was crap. Like who? I mean, who cares, guys? Who cares what people say? Twitter, man. I mean, Twitter's like a, it's a therapy. It's like a therapy session in LinkedIn all in one. I love it. This is funny. I tweeted this and no one responded. I said, I said, we want to know why Tony, (laughs) we want to know why Tony Pollard is such a great asset to own in dynasty right now. No, like we seriously want to know, just let us know your thoughts. So we have an accurate idea of his market value and season expectations. No response. No response. Interesting. Gosh, man, I, I'm sick of the Tony Pollard narrative and in dynasty. I think people probably are sick of us talking about it though. Yeah. Are you completely out on Rashad Bateman now? I'm not completely out because of his value. I think his value is fine. I just I don't think he's um, good, but the, the, I, the cortisone shot and like a, it's like a yeah. li- another ligament. Yeah, it's not that's not yeah. good. Like uh, so, it depends on what you mean by out. Like if you mean am I out on Rashad Bateman being a successful football player in the NFL? I'd probably say more likely than not, yes, I'm probably out on Rashad Bateman. I trust a lot of assets coming in after him in the Baltimore Ravens offense more than I trust Bateman. That being said, do am I out on Rashad Bateman in terms of market value and dynasty? Almost never with any asset because they will almost always have a spike in value unless they're old running backs. So with wide receivers like Rashad Bateman who have 
first round draft capital. I mean, we've seen this with Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony will continually spike in value wherever he goes for the next two to three seasons because of his athletic upside and the fact that he was taken in the first round. I think the same thing is going to happen with, with Rashad Bateman for as long as he's on Baltimore and wherever he goes on a second deal later, he will always get an opportunity because of his draft capital and there will be truthers out there for a very long time. So I'll take him at this spot right now because I know he's going to be more valuable in the future. It's just my personal opinion on that. So, What do you think about Rashad Bateman? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like him, and I never have. But yeah, I, it seems like he's not, not going to be able to stay yeah, out of the either, there, so. there was a legitimate argument, and I mean, who knows how the turns table, but I mean, at some point Rashad Bateman could be more valuable than Burks later. But I remember last year it was a significant, like, legit debate where people were saying, is Rashad Bateman more valuable than Traylon Burks or vice versa? And you and I were screaming Traylon Burks. Like, yeah. absolutely, Burks, no question. I mean, look at the situation. Look at the college production. Look at uh, Bateman's rookie season, which was nothing special. Like, at this point, they both equally have as much to prove as the other. And now Burks is going, what, five to six rounds ahead of Bateman in dynasty startups? Like, his value is is easily twice out of Bateman's. So. Yeah. And then, of course, the Ravens go and they draft Zay Flowers. I, and I think Zay Flowers is infinitely better. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, much better. Uh, we did get asked to pick some dark horse Super Bowl candidates on this episode, so um, I hadn't even actually hadn't even thought about some it. dark horse what Super Bowl candidates. Oh I, yeah, yeah. You know what? I got asked. Somebody also asked a breakdown of the Seahawks. I'll take the Seahawks as my dark horse candidate. Actually, that's a good candidate. I think, and this, again, this is dark horse. So this is not this is uh, somebody who's not the favorite. Somebody who's probably not going to win, but a dark horse. Uh, the Seahawks offense is stacked, man. So I mean, running back, you got Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. At wide receiver, you've got essentially three guys that could put up wide receiver numbers in JSN, Lockett, DK. Um, their defense is getting better. I mean, I mean, they've kind of started piecing that together since they dealt Russell Wilson away, and they've made some good moves this year. Who was their first round? Who was their um, – they got that they got They got right? Witherspoon. Witherspoon, yeah, thank you. So this is really huge, and this is what I really Legion like. Boom coming back. Yeah, this is what I really like about the Seattle Seahawks going into this year is they had glaring needs – on literally every every position on defense. I mean, their defense was bad last year. They had some really good picks, some really good rookie picks that really showed out, and they have really good talent on the defense. But overall, they had some major holes to fill, and they did that in this year's draft, and they'll be ready to go. On top of that, I mean, they <laughs> reloaded at, at the offensive positions too with JSN and Zach Charbonnet, but getting Witherspoon, and then they take uh, – Derek Hall from Auburn in the second yes, round, yes. and then they get Cam Young from Mississippi State in round four, uh, the DT, D-tackle. Um, who else did they get here? I'm looking it up. Uh, and then they get another safety and a defensive end from Michigan, oh, Mike don't, Morris. Don't forget so, about Kenny McIntosh. Oh, my gosh. Did, what um, was the tweet we saw that was stupid about Kenny McIntosh? Yeah, so I really think Kenny McIntosh is actually going to get a majority of those uh, targets <laughs> over Zach Charbonnet, who they took in the second round. Yeah. This is what that makes sense. I love. We love dynasty fantasy football. That's that why we play it. That's why it's we. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> why we're in so many leagues. I love the dynasty community. Sometimes it is the most irrational community I've ever been a part of. Like when it comes to things, I don't know. Like that, I mean, just pe- people around us are, are getting, becoming exceptionally to, rational at this yeah, point because we're rational people. <laughs> we're also just not going to blow smoke up Mostly your butt for rational. the sake of blowing smoke up your butt. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just who we are. 
Yeah. But no, they're my they're my dark horse. And obviously they've got a great coach and huh. good fans and they they're playing in a division where with the 49ers yeah. who are having I mean they're going to be what this year we don't know cuz we yeah. don't know who's going to be the quarterback. They're playing with the Cardinals who are going to be absolute complete butt cheeks and the Rams who's going to be absolute complete butt yeah. cheeks. So and, I I would think yeah. the Seahawks in my opinion are like yeah. almost a lock yeah. to make the playoffs. And when they say dark horse I'm assuming NFC because of the, there's no dark horse in the AFC. It's the Chiefs. Chiefs, like, baby. No, give it, a dark horse AFC Chiefs. team. Like if there were who, if somebody were to, I don't know. I mean, the Chiefs, the Bills and the Bengals aren't bad. The Jets, sure, that's popular. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. do we think of the Jets? Uh, as a team, it's it's a repeat of what the Bucks tried, and honestly, it it's Aaron Rodgers, and it could work. So I I will. They have a very good defense. I'm interested to see how Aaron. I mean, in order for it, so if if Aaron Rodgers is going to be good this year, it has to mean that Garrett Wilson completely balled out, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's not. It's not like Aaron Rodgers fell off the face of the earth last year, and it's not like he's five years removed from an MVP like Matt Ryan was going into the Colts. Like he was not yeah. that long ago, just a two back to back NFL MVP. Yeah, and that. last season he was playing with a broken thumb on his throwing hand and lost his favorite wide receiver. Like Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is a Aaron Rodgers is very clicky. He's kind of like a high schooler. No, I know. Did when you, it comes to no, the he's a, he he's makes. got an ego. You see him on Pat McAfee. Yeah. Did you know that he had a trade to the Patriots? He was going to be traded to the Patriots. Yeah. And he vetoed and that. He said no. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that's I, very he funny. probably didn't want the discipline. Anyways, the as long as Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. yeah. is, uh, you know, likes everybody yeah, I mean, in the offense. If then Brees I think, Hall's back, I mean, yeah. their offense is explosive and their the defense is, is fantastic. Their defense is fantastic. I mean, Sauce Gardner alone. Their their offense was Whew. their offense was the worst in the league last year. That's not factual. It was really bad last year, and quit, that was quit the only thing. People, yeah, Nathan. That was the only thing that kept um, the like, Jets from making the playoffs last year. They still. What do they end up being? Nine and eight. Yeah, nine, they eight, started eight, really well, right? Yeah, so now you actually have yeah, a real they, offense they with a real close, quarterback. They they will they didn't all they did like, was get Saul's not a bad coach, I don't think. I don't love Saul. I think he's average. Yeah, um so not bad. I think they're I think their defense is really good, though. And and he's a defensive coach. So. <laughs> Sometimes you guys just argue about anything just because you can. My what NFC else is our podcast. So for? my NFC Dark Horse um Will be the, the Vikings. Lions. No, it'll be the uh, Vikings. Okay. So the Vikings had a rookie uh, coach rookie. last year, and who would have thought that they would go thirteen and four or fourteen and three? I think it was thirteen and four. And crap the bed in the playoffs. Well, no, Me. they had that record with a negative point differential. Yeah, that is which un- that says they had an incredible luck, luck in late game like, situations. Literal like, luck. Insane. Insane. Luck. That's not happening. I mean, who fumbles when you're clocking? <laughs> At what your team own goal is the Bills. Was oh my! I was watching that game and I walked away and I was like, only the Vikings Dude, could actually make this when, happen. Do you remember when Jonathan and Taylor like single handedly like crapped on the Bills oh in Buffalo? Gosh. That was so sad. What do you have? Five, five or touchdowns? six touchdowns? Five? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man, that, was, that was that awesome. felt good. Back when the Colts were good. Same yeah. thing. That was the year we beat the Patriots. Yeah. And we didn't even make the playoffs that yeah. year. Well, that was a revenge game too because that was less than. That was like nine months after they went into Buffalo and lost in the playoffs with Philip Rivers, and then uh, JT yeah, crapped right. on him. Yeah, and Wentz and Winston. Yeah. Well, Wentz didn't do anything. Rip. Uh, Wentz choked. I don't think. Do you, you hear that Wentz? Wentz won. No, a, this is funny. This is funny. The Wentz is working out, but he's waiting for the right situation. I'm like, no, you're not. Sure. You're just not being signed anywhere. He he expects to play That's this year, funny. but he's waiting for the. Right. Oh, nobody's gonna sign you, dude. 
It, well, somebody will. Uh, He'll somebody, be on a roster. Actually, you know who would really make sense? But nobody's like, he's, it's like he's waiting. Like people are asking him, hey, do you want to come be the starting quarterback this year? Uh, Tampa would make sense. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Which Bucks, why he's probably working out in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh, he's working out in Tampa. Yeah, he's. Yeah. he's no, he'll, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if he got signed there. And I think. I think from what I've heard, he's kind of an a hole. Like, I mean, in the locker room. Which one? Carson Wentz. Oh, I, sorry. I was. I'm thinking about Matt Ryan right now. I, I, mixed. I mean, they really the the Colts really put it off. I mean, he as his fault. So if it wasn't, that was really rude. Because Jim Mercer was like, "Yeah, man, we just had some locker room issues, and you know, with Carson, it was all his fault." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he clearly rubs some people the wrong way. Other people, but, though. I mean, like there Ryan were there Kelly were some, was pissed that they did that to him. There were some players on the Colts that were mad yeah, that that's they what traded saying. him away. Like, like the linemen, were they were mad. Ticked. Ryan Kelly and his wife like still go out with Carson Wentz and like they post pictures all the time. Really? Yeah. Which is fun. well, they, I mean, but Colts Colts players were you know honestly like the Colts players were ticked about right now too. again some of now, that they're kind of uh, again if some people are coming off saying he's a jerk and other people are coming off and saying he's the greatest person ever like that could just that could just be like a not I don't know like is that a leadership thing. I don't like, know. I, I don't I know. know. I don't. I think the. I think Colts players are soft. So it doesn't I matter. have no problem with Carson Wentz at all. I um, freaking hate him. I think that the. <laughs> I think we over clearly we overpaid for him. Once I watched him his like, family on hard knocks, I just couldn't stand. <laughs> the the just left kidding, the left handed pass was pretty tough. The the one the he threw the other team. Yeah, the one in the end zone. That was yeah, that was bad. tough. I think you know but then, tough. But I think then going, w- going to Jacksonville and again, all the fans wearing clown masks and us going yeah, in there and losing. Yeah. in weeks. But then he went on playoffs. after that. That was Oops. fun. And yeah. he like won us the Cardinals game. It didn't matter. None and of that And then mattered. he choked after that. But it wasn't just him. It was. Good remember man. the entire defense just crapped the bed the last. Yeah, two and games. I remember Jim Irsay did the the video in front the of the plane in front of his private jet. In hey, Colts fans, we're here in Arizona. All chips in, and then he proceeded to do what? They went and got Matt Ryan. Wow, which no, we, did you we and I were ecstatic did about. We, oh yeah, well, we were. You, know, you and I are idiot Colts fans. We are is what we are. How do you be? I, yeah. I think Simon and I were both. Simon was poo pooing. Simon him. did not Simon like poo poos on anything. He, he has does poo poo. Okay, yeah, he'll be on the show sure. next week. He's gonna poo poo when JT gets the bag. Yeah, he's gonna be like, we shouldn't have done this. We should have traded him for a conditional fourth. He's so like when we traded Heinz, he's like, oh, it's such a good deal. I mean, at some point, you have to use the money that you have, and the Colts consistently have some of the highest cap space every year because Ballard's so conservative. So pay someone, please. Pay I've never Jonathan had a love hate relationship like I do. Yeah, with I just Ballard. looked up. He is JT. such an he's amazing only, drafter. He's making like I think his contract's four point two. Yeah, because he's on, yeah, he's rookie, on rookie deal. deal. Yeah. yeah, rookie deals are never anything. Yeah, they're they're always guaranteed lump sum up front, and then the annual cash is like almost nothing comparatively. So. Yeah. All right. Final uh, thoughts. Oh yeah. Um, my NFC dark horse. I already said. Oh yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. you, Vikings said, you did say. Who's your dark horse? I was only thinking about the Jets. It'll never be the yeah. Cowboys. Dark, never. The Cowboys will never be the dark Absolutely horse. Absolutely never. They always find a way to choke. You did not hear that here. Er, hear that here you first. Can you can do it. You did not hear that here first. Good. That was good. Yeah. Good. Was, I mean, at the point where we're getting you to form coherent sentences. I mean, like, this is a big step. In We've come a long say? way. <laughs> say did what? Who? <laughs> that wasn't funny. Okay. All right. Final thoughts, was, you guys. Let's wrap this up. Final thoughts, anybody? 
Uh, we're going to be back doing this next week. Um, obviously, we're just talking about whatever the heck we want, and that's kind of the uh, idea. If you've made it this far, you obviously enjoyed it, so we'll be back next week. And if you already quit, you're not hearing this, and you probably don't like it. But that's what this is going to be. We need a little bit of more of a laid-back outlet where I can be a little bit more unfiltered and, and whine about Dynasty Twitter and things like that. And honestly, and Sam had a mic. And Sam, your audio waveforms on here are less than ours, but what you said was was really good. So uh, round, of applause, round of applause for Sam on his first show. That's, yeah. Are you going to clap? <laughs> good gosh, go. I said round of applause and you just sat there. Round. It's there just, you go. We're not posting the audio. What is the, the singular of applause? Applaw? No, applause. So this is funny. When I was a kid, I saw the word applause on the, like a like a kid show I was watching. I thought it said applesauce. <laughs> I mean, they look similar. Fat. All right. No, you're just dyslexic. All right, that's the domain this week. Uh, We're at. We'll I see. misread things like that all the time. Yeah, I was just doing my outro, and you messed me up. Oh, good. Th- this show is the worst. We'll see you next week. <laughs>